Good afternoon, everyone. It's Ali Corman Ed Carson with the breakdown of the action for Wednesday, November 1st, where we saw strength come back into the market after the Fed meeting, Ed. Yeah, we did. It was a strong session, especially led by the NASDAQ. And there were three mega caps that uh, flashed buy signals, Microsoft, Meta and Amazon. Okay, well, we'll take a look at those three stocks. But first, let's analyze the major indexes. The NASDAQ today finishing with a gain of 1.6%. So as you said, Ed, definitely re uh, leading this rally here. The S&P 500 up a little more than 1% today. The Dow up 7 tenths of a percent. And the Russell 2000 lagging behind, but still up 4 tenths of a percent. So this was a strong gain today. This blue bar definitely sticks out on the chart. And in terms of technical hurdles that we wanted to see the NASDAQ clear to the upside, one being the 13,000 level. So we got that. So step in the right direction, box checked. Box check. And of course, now there's the 21-day line and then there's the 50-day line and some other levels. Lots of resistance levels, easy to see. Uh, the NASDAQ looks better than the other indexes, and we'll get to those in a little bit. But this was really encouraging. Uh, you know, the volume definitely seemed to be higher than the prior session. It seems like it's been picking up the last couple of days. Uh, a lot of this gain was right at the uh, close, you know, last couple of hours. If you look intraday, it really came out, not when the Fed meeting came out, that was a little bit, then when Fed Chief Powell spoke, and it was really when he seemed to say at one point, basically, yeah, we said back in September that there's another rate hike coming. Yeah, yeah, don't really pay attention to that anymore. And that really seemed to be where things went, went taking off. So uh, definitely have to take notice of this. Uh, this was this was strong action. Uh, some more stocks were setting up. A few more flashing buy signals. It's not a wave. It's not this cascade of stocks uh, because mm -hmm. the breadth has been weak. And we've had three you know a three month downtrend, but really nice to see. Yeah. Uh, so we need the strength to continue. As nice yeah. as today was uh, for some parts of the market, we've seen in this downtrend since July, a couple of attempts of a change in trend. So we're seeing another attempt here. Will it stick? We'll have to see if the stocks showing strength now can continue and uh, follow up on that strength, Ed. Absolutely. Okay. Let's take a look at the S&P 500 because it's not looking as good. It did have a gain of more than 1% today. It's back above 4,200. So that's great. It looks like it's back above its lows from early October as well, but it's right against a potential resistance area. Well, two really, I guess, a shorter term area and a longer term area, the 200 day line on line on the longer term side, and then the lime green line, the 21 day. Yeah. So if we can get above these levels, which would probably coincide with the NASDAQ getting above its 21 day line, that would be a really positive step. Uh, but we could definitely hit resistance. There's a lot of earnings tonight, a lot of earnings tomorrow morning. We have Apple tomorrow night. Uh, sometimes there's the day two reaction and people say, you know what? I don't really feel that that way about the Fed. And, you know, you could easily. <laughs> so and it sometimes goes the other way positively, but it, and maybe it'll just reinforce it. But, it, you know, it's not a guarantee because the market really has to quickly digest. It really only has about an hour to digest Powell and the Fed announcement. Right. So just keep those in mind. I mean, if you know, so I would say if people are taking in any, any buying anything and there were some reasons to buy stocks today, there were some stocks to buy. Uh, mm -hmm. do it incrementally. I mean, if this thing works, as you were saying, like there's all these hurdles, you know, there's, we've seen some failures before, 
Uh, so do it incrementally. If the market keeps working, you can just sort of gradually go into this. Uh, don't don't need to rush into this market. Mm -hmm. uh, there's still plenty of time, plenty of plenty of shopping yeah. days before Christmas, as it were. Yes, because if a lot of stocks mirror uh, the index action, or at least move directionally with the indexes. I mean, I remember in the COVID rally, the follow through day there for the major indexes happened uh, days, follow through days rather, because they were separate for the S&P, the NASDAQ happened in early March. And a lot of the breakouts that we saw didn't happen until May. So maybe there were some early signals. But if like you said, if it uh, turns into something more, traders should theoretically have more chances to get into names if you know setups are, are starting to develop up the right side for some charts. So we'll see. And next on the list, we'll just take a quick look at the Dow and the Russell. So blue chips here also trying to bounce back, getting above their lows from early October. The Dow now right at the 21 day line. So a little shakeout here in a three waves down for all the major indexes is kind of what it's looking like we've seen, but the Dow still below the 200 day line. And as we've mentioned, the small caps continuing to look particularly weak here, trying to uh, go blue for the week after a really big slide here. So you know, if this is going to stay range bound, this is where you would want it to bounce. But who knows? I mean, it's kind of on the edge of um, falling below this trading range. So a weak spot that we're still monitoring at is the small caps. It is It is still a narrow rally. When we look at, oh, there's promising signs in the NASDAQ. But that again, you look at the rest of the market, there's there's so much that needs to be done to, to be looking healthy. Okay. Let's uh, check in on those breadth measures briefly. Here's a look at QQQ up 1.7% today. QQEW lagging a little bit. So as you said, narrow strength. We're going to be taking a look at three mega caps that have great days. <laughs> so at least as you know, if it's a stock picker's market, does that make it easier to pick the stocks that are outperforming if we know what those narrow names are that have been doing well? I get there is some of that, I guess, but at the same time, it just makes the risk that something could go could go wrong, and that right. that uh, that uh, you don't want to be on your alone alone uh, in this thing. Uh, you know, lone wolf doesn't wo work as well as wolf packs. Mm -hmm. Well said. We can also look at spy versus RSP here real quick. Spy up a little over one percent. RSP, the equal weighted S and P ETF, only up uh, less than four tenths of a percent today. So another uh, signal there of the lack of breadth. Here's a look at the 10 year yield. So this coming off today, coming down to the 21 day line that uh, can only help equities if we if we see this backing off. But it's been able to find support at the 21 day in this massive move higher. So something to watch there, Ed. Yeah, and uh, most of the move came on economic data that was sort of mixed at best, uh, but we're gonna get the Friday jobs report. And so we'll see how that goes. That could change minds. That's probably more important in some ways than the Fed meeting. Uh, so just, yeah, we'll mm. just have to keep watching that. Yep. Okay. And in terms of sectors, we like checking in on chips and software, growthy areas of the market. Here's a look at SMH bouncing back after coming down to the 200-day line. Was starting to look pretty vulnerable, and it's still not out of the woods, but up 2.5% today, so we will take it. And looking at IGV up 8 tenths of a percent today, so definitely not as strong 
as uh, chips today, but it's still hanging in here in this consolidation. So speaking of software, let's take a look at Microsoft up 2.4% today in above average volume. It's got that RS line blue dot. 340, if we look at a weekly chart, we've been talking about as a level of interest, a lot of trading action kind of happening around that level. It was able to get above 340, closing around 346. And not only that, but it got above the high of the earnings move, Ed. Yeah, so that seemed to be really positive. And you can see, you know, draw a trend line. You can do all sorts of things, but it seems like it's actionable. It's not too far from the 50-day line. I mean, it would have been nice if that day had held right away, you know, it just sort of held there. But uh, so that's potentially actionable. The RS line already at a new high. This one has, it's not amazing blazing growth, but it is three quarters of accelerating growth. Uh, it's at the forefront of all these things. So you'd certainly, if nothing else, you'd like this to do reasonably well. Just if you have an AI type of rally, you'd sort of like Microsoft to be involved uh, <laughs> to give you some confidence in that. Uh, and so this one, this one's looking pretty healthy here. Look, and having earnings out of the way is a positive. I know we have a fair amount of earnings out of the way, but there's a lot more still to come. So all of these names we're going to look at today have obviously have had their earnings. Uh, but nice action here. This is on the leaderboard watch list. Last time I'd seen, and I think uh, it was yeah. moved. To was the it moved? All right, so I, had, I think it was. All right, I was. We'll I was. Busy I'll with... I'll, uh, I'll check by the end of the show, but anyway, Good yeah, chance. yeah, yep, it's on there. It was added. Okay. And like you said, there, there's a lot of ways you can slice and dice the different um, entry points here. And um, this also, even though it's showing up as a consolidation, this second leg did undercut. So it is, you also do have that double bottom action here as well with Microsoft. Let's move on and take a look at Meta. We had a shakeout on earnings. The report itself was strong, really strong growth here for this name, Ed. Um, but at least when it, it closed down on earnings, but it, it didn't close at the very bottom of the range and quickly snapped back. So arguably actionable here as it clears a trend line, your thoughts. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, it wasn't, there was some weakness in the guidance. There was some concern about advertising trends and we'll see how that shakes out. But uh, yeah, bounced back pretty quickly from the lows of the base. Um, also, if you look intraday, well, the volume was below average. If you look intraday, there was clearly a pickup after 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock when the stock really moved. And so you can see that it felt like an above average volume day in a way because there was that trade. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. you want it the whole day, but it, it was really quiet there and picked up quite a bit as the, as the, uh, as the market improved. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's a place where you could enter, uh, you know, it's just uh, probably, you know, it's, it's, uh, this is, look at that growth. It's pretty amazing. Obviously there's some easy comparisons, but that's pretty impressive growth. It's not even when it doesn't have an amazing valuation either. I mean, that's pretty tame. Uh, so 13 PE forward PE for a stock that's trip double, triple digit growth. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty unusual. I mean, obviously it's not going to continue forever, but uh, so that's something enticing. Uh, after seeing big, rich valuation gains with a lot of stocks in early this year, and obviously this had a big run, but their earnings have really have really bounced back. Mm -hmm. They really have, and I like all of the support action in this space. Any any down day was was definitely met, 
by institutions picking back up shares. So there's there's that uh, institutional interest here as well. And let's take a look at Amazon coming back. The base structure here, we saw a lot of it forming underneath the 50-day line, but earnings definitely helped improve the picture here with shares up 6.8% in reaction to the recent results and a nice day of outperformance up 2.9% today, Ed. Yeah, and so there's acceleration on the revenue side. The earnings technically aren't showing acceleration because there were some losses a year ago, but you can see sequentially three cents, 31 cents, 65, 94, uh, definitely sequential, uh, mm -hmm. rapid growth in that regard. Uh, you know, this was a consolidation. You could it, it you could argue this is almost like a mini double bottom. It doesn't really look like it here, but you know, if it were a little longer, this would have been long enough to be a double bottom base, you know, because it had, and the middle of the W, technically, if you looked at it very closely, it was actually above the 50-day line, which is a nice thing because you'd like to see that. So there is that. But you certainly have used 134.40 as an early entry close to the 50-day line, however you look at it. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, this is, you know, strong volume. It, again, there was a sell-off last week. The market was bad. And also the, some of the comments probably from like Meta and some other things, people were getting worried about and Google, worried about advertising, worried about cloud. And while not every part of the data report was great, there was a little bit of that thumb action. We locked at that with Arista Networks. But sometimes when you have these other companies that report just before yours, it's like, oh, no, everything's awful. And then it's like, oh, no, it's not. Our, you know, and that's sort of what Amazon had. Uh, so the sell-off, mm -hmm. it's so you could sort of ignore that. It was nice support there, came right back. Uh, another one that showed some strong action here. The RS line isn't quite at a high, or maybe it's like right, right there and getting yeah. towards 52-week high. Yeah, so that's another positive, well below the high of the base and right. already getting right up there. Mm -hmm. Since you brought up Aina, uh, let's follow up on that one. We talked about it yesterday uh, and had a nice day of strength today. So in terms of a potential character change here, I mean, we'll have to see the last couple of times that it broke out with a gap up. It didn't really follow up on that today, though. It did follow up on that in a pretty big way. So we'll have to see if that can continue or if it uh, goes back to its old ways and just starts forming another base from here. So I will say I will say this on this at. last time. Part of the reason why it didn't go anywhere, if you look at that RS line from that prior gap up, it kept rising. So right, the, the market, market. Yeah, the market. So if the market goes even modestly higher, I mean, if if ANET has a modest outperformance, it's like, wow, that's going to be pretty good. So again, good you know, point. you can do all you want. I mean, there's all sorts of this has these crazy things around earnings, but. It's just so hard when the market is going in a downtrend. I mean, the fact that this stock actually went sideways in the last <laughs> three months was in not. So, right. So, but that's, uh, but that's the sun. Yeah. So I, that's what it's so much of this depends. Oh, Microsoft looks good today. Meta looks good today. Amazon looks good today. Well, the market looked good today. So if that, you, you mean, uh, it may be a stock picker's market, but you, you do need the market to, to mm -hmm. help out. Well said, Ed. Any stocks that we should check in on after hours with earnings uh, out before we go? Uh, let's take a look at Mercado Libre. Um, this one actually looks like they leaked the earnings that came out a little before the close. So it sort of popped up on the 50-day line. It looks like the earnings came out and they beat. So, I mean, you know, that would have been really hard to play there. Uh, but maybe that you could see that as an early entry. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. That's had some wild action. That was one. Um, uh, McKesson which had been looking good, uh, is selling off now in earnings right now. Uh, I haven't dug into that report, and uh, 
But those are a couple of the names that were sort of around buy points. There's mm -hmm. a lot of big movers, uh, but most of them aren't, weren't really. Oh, let's take a look at R-E-L-Y. Uh, I, you may want a remittance if uh, that one, that one's not Oof. looking good. Uh, and so, again, we've seen that strong, so strong, 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 fighting the thing. And then, but earnings report, if the earnings aren't good, mm. you know, and we saw that yeah. with a lot of stocks. So those what are a few names. SMCI? SMCI surged and then is doing things. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's it, I'm not sure. What, I haven't looked at the reports. So I'm not sure what the numbers are, but that one's up like 8%. Then it was down. Now it's, I don't know. Where, I mean, so this yeah. is going to be super volatile. I mean, oh, it's yeah. a super micro. It's super macro when it comes to its earnings, earnings moves. Yeah, totally agree. Okay. And then tomorrow morning we have Eli Lilly and NBO to Look and Palantir. And so and it's going to be a very busy morning. <laughs> it is. And you're hosting IBD Live. So that'll be, oh, yeah. that'll be a fun show. News. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be great. We're looking forward to it as well. And we hope the audience mm. joins us. Investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on our daily morning live stream. We kick off 10 minutes before the opening bell. And then we run through the first 90 minutes or so of trade going over stocks on the move news of the day, market action, portfolio strategies, and so much more. Investors.com slash Life for all the details on that. We'll see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.